This podcast is brought to you by The Conscious Carnivore. The Conscious Carnivore works with Wisconsin farmers to provide Madison and the surrounding area with ethically sourced grass-fed beef, heritage pork, pastured and soy-free chicken, or any one of the myriad of sundries they carry. They're sure to help make your dinner table a happy place to gather. Check them out on University Avenue. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Over the Wall Podcast. I'm Diego, as always, and today I am with... Jocelyn and Yesenia. And today we're going to be talking about recycling. Recycling. Or reciclando. You know, we're all about that. Reuse, reduce. Recycle. Recycle. <laughs> eco-friendly. Not we're really. eco-friendly brown people. All right. I feel like most POCs are eco-friendly sometimes, most of the time. Most of the times, I, I would say. Agree. So I want to talk about the blue cookie tin. Uh, yes. That's blue cookie tin. Yes. And we all know what I'm talking about. It's the, it's some like butter, butter, cookies. some butter cookie container that everyone seems to have. Like everyone that I know seems to have. And it's always full of like sewing items, like, like a sewing kit. Mm-hmm. And I even was watching the HBO show. It's a, it's called Black Lady Sketch Show. Oh yeah. That's new. I've seen something. They're- yeah. It's funny. And there was this clip where there was a, a girl searching through the house and she happens to come upon the blue tin and then they're like, oh, it's like a sewing kit. She's not going to find anything there. And I almost lost my goddamn mind. Like this was a few weeks ago that I saw it. <laughs> we were like waiting for it. No, I didn't, I didn't expect it because I've always known my family and other yeah. Latinx people to have like the, <laughs> the, the that exact same butter cookie blue container. What did the show have in it? It just had a sewing kit. It was oh, sewing kit. Did it have a sewing kit? Okay. And I've never felt so heard and so seen in my life before. <laughs> so actually, recently, I think BuzzFeed um, did a little video with that same blue container. Um, so again, you see, like, it popped up where this one intentionally, though, they had the container um, and they were going around the office just asking people to open the container. Entonces... Um, a lot of people were kind of very hesitant at first, like, oh my gosh, like, no, there's not even cookies in there. Because they would ask, like, oh, do you do you want a cookie? And they're like, no, there's no cookies, and blah, blah, blah. So every time que abrían la, la caja, uh, they were surprised because there was actually cookies in there. So going back to, like, there's never cookies in that jar. I did see that, and I honestly, I loved it so much because... <laughs> it was i think maybe once in my life i actually have had cookies like from the blue tin but at this point in my life i've seen that tin so many goddamn times in so many different homes that i don't know if it's a real memory or if my brain is like wanting to eat them so badly that it's like created a memory like a false memory of the cookies i i want to say that those cookies have like a pretty standard taste to them and i think like they're like you can kind of just remember what they taste like even if even if you've never had them you remember what they taste like (laughs) yes they're buttery exactly main ingredient and danish butter and And possibly royal royal butter danish cookies could be Mm. um my coworker actually has some of those cookies on her desk and i noticed that the, this week did you ask her why she brought her sewing kit to work i did not i mean i'll ask her next week and who knows maybe she'll she'll get it i think the other day that means someone was in a casa de mi mama um and my dad and diego i think diego like went over to like the living room he's like oh whose sneakers are these uh the nike bucks oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. the orange nike box well because i need new shoes i told you that right and i was uh-huh. like like yo what are these shoes these are shoes. Surprise. Eran frijoles? It was not shoes. <laughs> it was. Salsa. Drum roll, please. Oh, I actually oh. do to say it. <laughs> More sewing stuff. 
We have so many sewing things. We have the blue ten, and then every once in a while we have the like the sneaker box. Oh my god! Does your mom like sew for a living? No, no. Takes like she takes ears to sew something you ask her to. That's why I learned how to sew. That's why I can sew buttons. Because you wanted cookies or sneakers, but it's like sewing kit, psych. And you're like, well, I might as well do something with this. (laughs) I found it. And because it took my mom forever. (laughs) Very true. I don't know if you guys, if your parents or your family has done the, like getting plastic containers from butter or like yogurt and reuse them. And Chinese food. Chinese. Oh, with the little black black containers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think that that's another one. So like the the containers where you go ahead and you're going to the fridge because you want some like daisy sour cream, and there's not daisy sour cream in there. It's just hey, salsa. <laughs> yes, salsa better than. And then there's another one that you think is gonna be sour cream because I don't say names because we're not sponsored. <laughs> and it's salsa roja. That is true. Or chiles de vinagre. <laughs> oh, the chiles de vinagre one. That's a good Although, one. Most of those are in that green one. Did you guys have that green one with the clear top? And oh, like uh, yes. It? We had a green one and a blue one. That that mm. shit was awesome. You like pull it up. Yes. Oh, I want one really now. Good. I don't <laughs> eat that many chiles in there, though. We do. No. We have. A few, we usually have them on stock for whatever. Just eating. Just the containers and all that just, you know, instill some mistrust in me recycling you know <laughs> there's a few feelings around it but mistress is definitely one of them you just never know what you're gonna get I, I, a lot of the things our parents did just you know help sow that seed of mistrust in people and things hashtag this is america <laughs> hashtag this is being latinx <laughs> hashtag no posta cabron no yeah. posigue <laughs> so true. the containers the cookie tin what about the hoard of bags within a bag you mean bags on bags on bags on bags bagception yeah i got some, <laughs> yes. i got some in my pantry same you see it i don't think so not in your pantry you see my bags on bags on bags is it like 80 percent bags 20 percent like pantry food it's like a 50 50 20 percent that's a lot of bags can i take some home Freaking Chicago has a tax on bags, so you have a lot of like reusable bags. But sometimes you just need that one plastic bag. La basura en el baño. Uh, that. <laughs> or to put your lunch in because otherwise it's going to spill all over your backpack. I have a bag full of other bags that's going to take me forever to get to. I will bring one for you <laughs> we, tomorrow. We shall both donate to this bagless fund. I need a bag. Does this mean that you're going to be a bag lady? Oh, my friend already named me la chica de las bolsas oh no because i'm always carrying bags and that's true you are 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 you telling us that you are leveling up closer to your doña status 100 percent. oh my god goals i'm so proud of you (laughs) i'm like halfway there you're like above them yeah and yeah but yeah what so what did our yeah we use um we get them from the store and we use them what, in the garbage cans for the bathrooms. Any small trash can will have one of these yes. grocery garbage bags. Going with other types of bags, um, las bolsas de regalo. Those are one thing, like, 
we 100% reuse and reuse and we keep on reusando. Not only las bolsas, but like the stuff inside sometimes too. Like the tissue paper the and tissue stuff? Paper. Oh, same. Yeah, I will keep I will keep that, fold it, reuse it for Christmas or whatever. I used to have, like when I lived with my parents, todas las bolsas estaban like debajo de mi cama because like they stayed flat. They're not, obviously I don't live there no more, but you tienen un basket downstairs now, I think, mm-hmm. right? With, oh, like, lleno de bolsas de regalo. How big is this basket? The size of the desk. Yes, the size. Yeah, it's probably the size of that uh, computer desk. Because <laughs> yes. last time you guys mentioned this, you guys said that people would go to your parents' house. My my mom um, likes to keep things. Like yeah, keeps the bags. Um, so you know, just throughout the years, birthday parties, comidas, um, baby showers, things like that. Um, Christmas, you know. She just buy she either buys bags, bags that we've had for years, um, and reuse them as we go. But one of the things is that my mom does go to a lot of like um places on the Lamitan. Um so she has extra bags sometimes. And one occasion, um mi tía le habló mi mamá and she's like, Oye, no tienes una bolsa de regalo de, de baby shower. So there's been instances where like my tías call my mom up because she they know that she has like a box full of these gift bags i wouldn't call it a box it's like a treasure trove true like a trough like it's a trough of bags how many party invites do you think that they purposely invite your mom because they know she has all them sweet bags to reuse (laughs) on when they receive the gifts maybe like 40 percent of the invites (laughs) 60 percent is because they are a person that exists in <laughs> yeah. their community. 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 Like by default, she's invited. It is. I think, um, and I don't know, I think I feel, I feel like I've actually have seen some of these bags circle back to us eventually. The circle <laughs> of life. But I mean, I don't blame her. Sometimes I, you find yourself in a pinch or you don't have a gift bag and you have to go to the store to buy one. But yeah, but I mean, we, we save them and we reuse them and we reduce the purchase of bags not only at her household but through our community very true which is insane i'm gonna need to <laughs> let my mom know about your mom's bag trough <laughs> we'll see how that works out if that's okay save your dollar don't go to the dollar store so what are some of the other things that we remember recycling in our household in the past or that we currently recycle as well one of the other things that i remember um recycling in the household eran camisetas viejas so old t-shirts, you go ahead and you rip those babies up. You go ahead and you clean the mirror with them, the toilet seat, the kitchen floor, because you don't like using a mop. Um, all those good things. But you stuff your pillow with them to make it a little firmer. Yeah, you basically turn old t-shirts into like reusable or depending on what you clean, just a one-time usage Mm-hmm. almost like a washcloth but like clean thing or all-purpose rag i guess it's more mm. like oh it. yeah you know i've definitely i started late in the game for that so i like in my old job there was like an extra swiffer and i was like sweet a swiffer and he came with like a swiffer box thingy of like the cloths and stuff but then when those ran out i was like well i'm not gonna keep buying these like swiffer rags if <laughs> They're just like moist rags. So there was like an old t-shirt 
that Brian had cut that up. And so like I just put some warm soap water, warm soap. dip it. And it's my new like Swiffer egg. Swiffer eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't use Swiffer as a product anymore. We're not sponsored. Thank you. Appreciate you. How <laughs> how else would you get sponsored? Describe it. Swiffer. Buster. Flat mop. Flat mop. <laughs> oh, no, flat mop. <laughs> I got this flat mop. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> It's amazing. So I got a free Swiffer and then just whatever Stop. used up, <laughs> used up, cut up T-shirt. So that's a to good this one. day. Dang. To this day, and I have not spent a dime. <laughs> Dang, I need to pick up on that. Those things are expensive. The wipe. I don't know if this counts as recycling or reusing or re- or whatever. But do you guys ever water down things so that they last longer? Because oh, yes. I just did that with like. Some they brought up Windex. I think I did it with the Windex <laughs> <laughs> or do it with like El Jabon. Yeah, yeah, I do that with the soap or like when I used shampoo in bottles before. I just like, oh, there's like two little shampoo in there, shake it up, get like all the product. And like, I still, like, yeah, that is true. <laughs> Definitely something that I still do if I have a shampoo bottle. It's like it's like bien. soap. That is true. No, but what I wanted to say is that, you know, I do try to be more intentional and buy less things and only really purchase things when I need them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, clothing items. And then when I replace them, I want to replace them with something that, you know, it may be more um, quality over quantity, quality, but also like the, the ethics behind like X product, you know, um, and some companies are now becoming more open or even aware Mm-hmm. of like how their products are made and how like from beginning to end you know so i try to make some research and i mean it's time consuming but i'd rather in- invest my money in something that i feel is right or the best out of all the shitty options going off that yes i think i definitely like i think that you do the typical like oh recycle paper recycle like your your um gallons of milk or whatever it is like cardboard all that stuff um the hell do you do with your gallons of milk (laughs) (laughs) you mean like just regular recycling yeah (laughs) okay i thought you were gonna like give me a story about like but i don't know i think definitely i don't 100 percent recycle intentionally um and i feel like i've noticed that in our whole community that like I feel like we're very resourceful people and people who think alternatively on like how to use certain things. But it's mainly unintentionally. But yes, but it's unintentionally. I think like now there's some conscience um, being formed around um, certain topics. I think just more like with this generation of people, um, older generations, I think, um, you know, from the people I encounter and stuff, Again, I feel like it's unintentional, um, but I do think that there's an increase of like being aware and being intentional with like the the younger younger generations and stuff. Um, A didn't, younger generation. Didn't we research some information some on girl. Uh, just yeah. different like innovations in um, in Mexico? Uh, like they have really good recycling centers, and they reported to be you know first class. But unfortunately, it's it's geared more towards the um, more affluent neighborhoods um, or cities. Rich people, rich people. Yeah, because I know when I um, when I would go visit my family in Buena Vista, 
the um the, you know the garbage comes in every so often like it's very very like few and far in between and anything else would be burned like in like the orchard or like where the orchard used yeah. to be yeah and some, some of those things don't know okay you know what <laughs> y'all come and at me and i don't appreciate those and drag her ass. For the podcast, I just well, what? Que Obviously. <laughs> we throw it at people. <laughs> no, um, I don't know what what would they do with the Pasa el don con el burrito. Yeah, mm. and put them in the car. I don't know what happens after. <laughs> so I remember um, when I lived in, in Morelia, there was this like yellow... Let me just... So, okay. So I'm going to describe this truck and it's going to really emphasize possibly why Morelia is called Mugrelia. All right. Why? So it's as if a truck, you know, like a farmer's truck or whatever. Yeah. Had a baby with a small garbage truck. So it was like a little bit... It was like bigger than a truck, but smaller than a garbage truck. And then it had <laughs> these like... <laughs> They look like a bread truck with a flat bed no. and like a chute. No, we might have, I'm gonna, I might ask this to be cut just because it's so damn embarrassing for the whole city of Morelia. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I don't even know how to describe it. So it's just like it's just a container. Like they just like throw the garbage in and like, and then, like, like a tarp. <laughs> so was it? But it's like a the truck. truck. So it's like a truck with like like with like extra raised, high walls. Yes. <laughs> But it was like kind of like a tarp material where like, is it cloth? <laughs> like, is oh, it absorbent? Like, ew. Okay. <laughs> like, it was so awful. Like, you could usually smell it when I was like yeah. in the house. It was really bad. Oh, Lord. And so you'd go take out your garbage, put money underneath the garbage bin, oh. and then they'd come pick it up. And if you didn't put money underneath it, they, they would not take out your garbage. And I learned that the hard way. After like the two rounds, I'm like, I guess I keep missing the garbage truck. Oh my <laughs> and my aunt's like, how much money are you leaving? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> money, what's money? money? What are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, you got to pay them. And I was like, what? <laughs> Don't their jobs pay them? And then she just laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's called Mugrelia. Exactly. That was oh just, my yeah. God. It was like a really, like, I, I remember the first time that I saw one, because I was like, I wonder what it looks like after, you know, figuring out that a person had to be tipped basically to take the the garbage and when i saw it and i was like are you fucking kidding me that's a garbage truck it's just like a giant truck with just like a bag like with a but it's like a giant bag it's so weird so if i was like someone in the barrio i would totally go ahead and like make my loop around the whole neighborhood and just look under people's garbage things and take the money how did that not happen oh my god <laughs> like i don't know like i would just do that if i was uh if i it's, wanted money it's not like they're like all like honrados or whatever yeah. like in my neighborhood like what yeah. i never once thought about that but anyways we dive we um diverged there for a little bit but that's about garbage so that's very true we need to talk a little bit about the recycling centers kind of in mexico what, that are top notch that is true. yeah them in japan uh, Japan probably has the best recycling out of anyone in the entire world. Maybe even the universe. Probably not true. <laughs> the universe? But I mean, why do you maybe. say? Until I know about alien recycling programs, or it might it, be. Isn't recycling in the Netherlands also top-notch? Yes, ah. they're pretty high up there. Pretty much everyone's better than the United States What do they everything. do in the Netherlands? That's, this is just important to them? I don't know. They have uh, one of the highest rates of recycling. Huh. 79% recycling. 
What is it? 79%. What's Japan? Jesus Christ. 77%. 77%. So Netherlands is better? By 1%. Wow. Interesting. There was um, the one thing I had read about Japan or had seen, like, I think in a clip or something, was that supposedly, like, in just public places, um, on your everyday regular commute, um, they don't have garbage cans, supposedly, in the streets. So it's, like, everybody's responsibility to go ahead and have a plastic bag on you. um, And throughout the day, that's where you are, you know, throwing your gum wrapper, throwing your um little um sandwich bag like yeah like poco a poco like tu and like that's upon your responsibility as a citizen um to just collect your trash because um i don't know i think it's like a it's basically don't litter in the streets yeah take your shit home and take care of it yeah so i think like that makes sense um you know if, kind of cool i feel um i do so going along the lines of like highlighting some cool stuff um from the netherlands japan there's also a little girl who was pretty cool from chiapas i believe um what did she do yeah she's from chiapas her name is sochil guadalupe cruz Mm -hmm. she's an eight-year-old and she basically invented a home water heater out of like recycled goods Mm-hmm. How old is she? Eight. eight. God damn. So she's a better person than all three of us combined at most. eight. <laughs> I would say most people at eight. Definitely the three people in this room. <laughs> yes. She was recognized by um, UNAM, one of like the pretty prestigious schools in Mexico. The Institute <laughs> of Nuclear Science. For her solar-powered... What a heater. Wait, so what it's solar-powered too? Yeah. It's yes. God it's damn. Solar, it's a solar-powered... Power. Water heater made out of recycled goods. Jesus. She was just standing out there and she's like, no, pues ta cabron. And then she just started at it. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, she basically saw that people had to chop down wood and shit to like heat water. Yeah. And sh- like the main, re- the main reason she made it made this was like so that the hot water would last for her little brother. Seeing the need in her community and taking action to do something about it. This is Mexico. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is what it's all about America. in the world. We gotta, yeah, as people, you know, this little girl took some initiative, stopping out her community, her barrio. Um, and I think, you know, we can all do our own little part in some way. Um, I, again, going back to the guy, I would want to recycle a little bit more. I mean, but I don't. Anything <laughs> we do is gonna be a little part. No one's going to tap this shit. Can we just loop loop back to what Yos said about like this little girl is super inspiring and she makes me want to be better, but I'm not. (laughs) But I won't. (laughs) Maybe tomorrow. Eventually. That's just human. So I just want to touch back and I think you know the story a little bit better. You'll see. But uh, we did talk a little bit about composting. So my uncle in Mexico compost and Mm -hmm. you have a story about her. Him and my grandma. Yes. And about an incident with this composting that he did. Yeah. So one of the things with that, you know, we're all trying to do our part in this world. So my uncle, he's a little bit of a hippie um, and was trying to do his part in this world of composting. But my grandma was kind of quick to not shut it down, but share her opinions about him um, and her feelings about how he was doing it. So the thing was that, 
my uncle's composting, but he was doing it in my grandma's um, plants. So he was putting lo, the tomatillo wrappers in the plants. He's like cut up cebollas and um, calabacitas and like anything that he was using because he's, he's also a um, vegetarian. So he was putting a lot like his eggshells in the, the soil of the plants. So my grandma, one day she goes to him. She's like, hey, like you're killing my plants. Could you stop this? Um, and he's like, oh, he's like, it's not that. It's just that you're overwatering the plants. Um, but my grandma had a very firm belief that, hey, this, you know, good thing that you're doing is ending up and killing my plants. So could you not try to be a good human and do this thing? Um, so just kind of like the thought of like, oh, I'm trying to do something good. But someone else just thinks you're killing my plants. But I think that was like one other thing too um, that I want to join in compost. But I don't know if I, I don't, I just don't know too much about it. I want to do my part, but I guess that's where it starts like educating ourselves a little bit more. Like, how, what things we can replace or what things we can do more of or less of. I know Brian and I try to buy more fresh produce and mm-hmm. things that aren't in plastic bags or, you know, like buying produce that doesn't come in bags. And we have reusable. Um, they're like these, like, I forget what they are, but they're these like green bags supposed to make your produce last longer. So we'll take those to the grocery store and we'll use like our reusable yeah. totes and stuff that like every place gives away nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we tried to do. But I, I really wanted to start composting. And there was a program in my town, but it got like canceled because I guess people weren't using it or weren't using it correctly. Mm. So there is one composting site in Madison, but it's a bit ways from where I live. And like some farmers markets will take your compost. Oh. So if you like put it in your freezer and a lot of people put it like in bowls, put it in the freezer, put all their like stuff in there and then take it once a week or however often yeah. their farmers market happen. Um, but you should definitely check with your farmer's market to make sure that they can accept your compost. Um, I think Willie Street Co-op does have a compost bin, but they don't accept like other people's like external compost. It's just for like that location or just for that company. So there are some companies that do offer composting, but like it's this like weird limited way in, mm-hmm. within Madison that I'm not sure how all that all of that works. Just buy a black bin or make do your own black bin. Yeah. Oh, there actually is. I I did reach out to this lady. She um, owns this business. So I think it is called Earth Stew. And it's a composting service here in uh, Madison. And uh, this company will give you like a bucket, like a four to five gallon bucket to keep all your compost. And they'll come and pick it up. And they have different pickup times depending on how much you pay which I thought was really great. But I don't like I have to check to make sure that my apartment complex will allow me to have yeah. these like rotating compost bins cuz you know people might complain, you know, I don't know if there's a smell, but you know there's all these things that I have to like check and actually do. If you compost right, there shouldn't be a smell. Huh. That is very true. I've done my research. I just don't do it. But knowing me, you know I'm a fuck up at some point. So there are there are ways around it and there are companies mm-hmm. who do their own composting. So it's, I mean it's worth a shot to see like in your neighborhood yeah. like what's going on with composting and I'm sure there has to be something. I mean you live in like in one of like a world city. Like, oh yeah, I think definitely. So there has to be. You do live like in a world city. <laughs> in yeah. a world city. Is it not considered a world city? Um yeah, so I think that's really true and just seeing like what is of access to you um goes into place and also I think states in itself like i think are putting more 
regulations or things to guide people. To- All right. They're just trying to, they just are not trying to pass bills to like cancel laws on energy efficiency. So no, they're not trying to help. All right. So, all right. So what do y'all think about in the world that we live in today? Are we, you know, going into a place where we're helping the earth? No. I think that, you know, Diego brings up a good point where there are certain organizations in our government that is kind of assisting in the breakdown mm-hmm. of a lot of programs and regulations. And, you know, it's it's this mixed bag of like, you know, at least there's some people, some companies that are out there trying to do their part to assist and to, to help. But, you know, maybe they're not there might not be enough awareness or, you know, there's mm-hmm. other things that kind of go into it. But there are people out there who are trying to make a difference. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I'm seeing a lot more like community things and initiatives that like i've been able to either just be of or hear of or see but i guess as a bigger society um do y'all think like just government state are pushing the world into you know being its best self i already kind of mentioned my part of you know there are some communities and some companies are trying to do their part considering that government's deregulating a lot of things that are related to the environment. Um, But also, you know, in some countries, you know, like we talked about Mexico that do have really great recycling and um, like waste management systems that sometimes it is only for the wealthy so that they can have nice neighborhoods and, you know, like it's great that they can have that impact, but sadly it's not, I'm sorry, unless you're some of these countries who really want to focus and really make a difference like japan and other european countries and netherlands you know um it's it's not really going to happen unless it's in government and sadly we're nowhere near yeah in fact we're slowly creeping further behind it's okay brazil's just burning the rainforest i'm not ready to talk about farming i'm not ready to talk about that one of all right so thank you for joining us on this topic we hope that you join us for our next episode here at over the wall Yes, let us know how you recycle. I'm on Tinder recycling right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to end it, by the way. Thank you for listening to another episode of Over the Wall Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe, rate, and review our podcasts. Send us an email to overthewallcast at gmail.com.